Oh man, are you happy that you came to church today? Yes, happy Easter. He is risen. Oh, you guys are good. You guys know what's up. All right. And this is, um, this is why the church exists. This is it. Resurrection Sunday, without Resurrection Sunday, we would, we would serve a, a savior uh, who, who died but didn't defeat sin and death. Without Resurrection Sunday, uh, the, the power of Jesus to, that he exerted over the grave itself wouldn't be there. We serve a God that's risen and uh, man, happy Easter. For the history of the church, um, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do baptisms here in a second. Are you excited for that? I am pumped. Um, we have already had, since our third service, we've already had um, 21, 22 people get baptized, young and old, all kinds of stories, life transformation, people giving their hearts to Jesus. For the entire history of the church, um, a lot of things have changed in the last 2000 years for the church. I mean, we're actually gonna read from a text today that um, it was from the early church and there were like 120 people a part of the church at the time. I mean, if you look around you, uh, there are way more than 120 people in this space. The church is about 120 people. It's grown from 120 to like billions of people right now around the world that associate with Jesus, that follow Jesus, call themselves followers of Jesus. Church has changed a lot from meeting in homes, meeting wherever they could, um, to cathedrals and stained glass, uh, from robes to skinny jeans and stuff, you know, um, from Gregorian chants where we didn't even know what they're singing. There weren't even words to Ryder shredding it on the guitar. Let's give it up for that. I'm glad for that and not like a Gregorian chant. Well, one of the things that's just remained kind of a mainstay in the church is baptism. Seriously, from the beginning of the church's history, baptism has been the primary way to, to declare, for someone to declare their faith in Jesus. For the entire history of the church, baptism has been our way of associating with three parts of Jesus, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. If, if Resurrection Sunday, if Easter is Jesus' resurrection story, baptism represents our resurrection story. Paul says it this way in Romans chapter six, verses three and four. Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We talk about this in baptism class. The symbol of baptism of actually being uh, buried in, in Christ's death, dying to self, joining him in his death so that we could join him in his resurrection. Therefore, we are therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may have a new 
life. Do you need new life? Tired of the old? Tired of the pain, the struggle, the sin, the brokenness, the death, the anguish? New life in Jesus. Today we're gonna witness a group of people that are just declaring before us today new life in Jesus. A group of people, young and some old, some who grew up in the church, some who didn't, some who have experienced extreme brokenness, some who didn't, but all who need a savior, all who need forgiveness, all who need Jesus. I'm gonna invite uh, my bald brother up here, um, Ryan. And, uh, and Lance is actually gonna come up and be the first one that we're gonna baptize tonight. All right. Hey, I know from conversations this week that you are all kinds of nervous and all kinds of emotional about this moment. And I'm glad you are. Are we glad he is, folks? I want you to know, just as we get started, this is a moment that we join as a church in celebrating the declaration, the proclamation, the cry of Jesus over the lives of the people that are going to make this decision. So unlike graduation, you can cheer and whoop and holler and let it out because that's what's happening. Resurrection is happening today. So you want to go ahead and read your verse? I'll do my best. <laughs> Mark nine twenty three through 24. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of the... Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. I know in baptism class, I'm not going to let you be done. I'm sorry, but in baptism class, uh, you just shared some powerful things about what happens when real belief compels you to turn and surrender and obey. Will you share just a little bit about what the last five, six years have been like in understanding this verse at a deeper level? Yeah, so for me, um, just having four kids and just uh, reading through and learning about the different words of the word teach, uh, for me, there's the teach of... um, through discipline and authority. And then there's also this teach by doing by example. So that, that is what I've kind of learned in the last four or five years. And as well as just being able to um, kind of that unbelief of letting God chew at that unbelief and, and let it become little uh, less and less and more and more of him. You ready for this? Lance King, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins 
as you have surrendered your life to him? I do. And Lance King, it is my joy and privilege based on your profession of faith and in obedience to Jesus' own command and example to be baptized, to baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Say hi to everybody. Hi. Tell them your name. My name is Brenna. Brenna. And Brenna, who just got baptized before you? My dad. That's cool. How old are you? Nine. Nine. Why did you want to get baptized? Because I felt God was calling me to get baptized. Amen. Can we give it up for the Holy Spirit? You want to read your verse? Matthew 22:37 through 39 Jesus replied, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second one is like it: love your neighbor as yourself." Amen. Brenna, I just pray that that is the way you live your entire life forever you love Jesus with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and that you love others as you learn to love you the way that God loves you. So Brenna, are you ready for this? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Brenna King, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. Brenna King, based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We now have Temperance Harrington, who's being baptized by her mom. Come on in. You can stay standing right there. Temperance, would you like to read your verse? When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not flow over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The fire will not destroy you. Do you want to say anything? I'm 
going to cry if you make me say anything. <laughs> I'm just so proud of the person that you're becoming, and I know that Jesus is even more proud of you. So let's do this. Ready? Okay. Let me hold this. Okay. Okay. Temperance, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Temperance, based upon your confession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Shauna is going to baptize. Here, give us your hand. Come on in. All the way to the end. All right. Now, one thing I want to say just before you baptize. Um, Shauna works with our kids every weekend. With what age? The fifth grade girls. What well, was third through fifth, and now it's the fifth grade girls. But with the fourth as well. You guys know how extraordinary it is that we disciple our children in our church and that we get an opportunity to pour into them and to teach them about Jesus in this way. I am so blessed by these exchanges where discipleship is taking place and by your commitment and your faith that's happening. So well done. Do you want to read your verse? Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not confirm to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Is there anything you want to say about that verse? What that means? Are you good? That verse said it all. Okay. Awesome. That's an awesome verse. Hallie, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Hallie, based on your confession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in his obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. up Jordan. Jordan's in my life group. Um, It's been in my life group for about the last year and a half. And uh, last time I baptized someone from my life group, I about knocked them out. (laughs) Their head hit this step back here. And that's not, that's not, I'm not actually kidding. So at our life group on Tuesday, she was like, please don't knock me out. (laughs) There you go. Um, Jordan, I just, um, I just want to say from Amy and I, and really from our whole life group, I don't know if there are people that are here tonight from our group or watching online, but we're just so honored to um, be a part of your life and that you're a part of ours. And um, 
I just, I'd like for you to share just a little bit what this means for you. I know the last year and a half, two years have been really, really hard. And um, what does this mean to you, um, taking the step in your faith to be baptized? <laughs> I knew you were going to make me cry. Um, it's just something that I just feel pulled to more and more. And, um, you know, it's because of God that I was able to make it through the past two years. And um, it's time to turn my life over to him. Mm, yeah. You've said things in our group um, without just having you share the from beginning to end your story, but you've said things in, in our group just about the grace and the love of God. Um, can you just, for someone who's here tonight that might be feeling what you were feeling a couple years ago, um, what would you share to someone who's, who thinks that maybe there's not enough grace, maybe there's not enough love? There is. Um, it might not feel like it, but, um, you know, every day I was able to uh, wake up and, and continue on because of God and his grace. And he helped me through some pretty tough times um, and a couple tough years. And it's really helped transform me into the person I am. And I'm just so thankful for all the grace I've been given because I didn't deserve it. Yeah, can we celebrate that today? Yeah. Mm. Well, Jordan, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Jordan, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jan Okaskis, come on up here. And Phil Struckmeyer gets the incredible joy of baptizing Jan. So I'm going to turn right on. Let's all say, let's do this, Jan O baby. Yeah. How about let's say it's never too late to obey God. Yeah, that is Jan's story here tonight. My name is Phil Struckmeyer. I was the uh, planter. Andrea and I moved to Lowell to be a part of Planting Impact. And Jan was an attender um, at our practice services. Before we even tried real services, we had to have practice services to get ready for the real services. Right? Yes. What was that like, Jan? <laughs> well, I was, was Phil like. and I were there two weeks before we opened this church. And Phil is so wonderful, but I would critique him. <laughs> and he wasn't embarrassed or anything. <laughs> I was surprised about that. But he, he's fantastic. And he helped start this church, okay? Just want you guys to know that. 
about why baptism? How about why getting baptized? Why here? Why now? First, we're gonna put you. We're gonna put you. Yeah, so you can sit here. Oh, there we go. Where am I going? Going? You're gonna step down. You're there. You're there. Watch out, I'm a screamer. <laughs> All right, go ahead and sit down. Sit right down. That's right. It's cold. It's cold, guys. Would you like your glasses? So, why here, why now, Jan? Why here? Because this is my church. Why now? Because, well, I was baptized as a baby, and I thought that was sufficient, um, but I don't remember it for some reason. I don't know why, but I don't remember being baptized as a baby, and I want something I can remember. I've been a Christian, well, I accepted, I should say, I accepted Christ into my life 24 years ago with the help of my cousins, Nancy and her daughter. And they're here today, and I'm so thankful for them. It was in Muskegon. So um, I, I, I'm so thankful for them. What else did you ask? Would you like to read your verse? Oh. Oh. <laughs> put glasses on. Don't get, don't get old, you guys. <laughs> Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. You know it. <laughs> That's how she used to talk to me, right there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you still know that I am God, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. I love this verse because it's always in my mind. Because when I get excited, I get over. I get over. When I get overwhelmed, scared, and angry, and things are not going my way. I always have to put in my mind, be still and know that I am God. And then I ask him to take the wheel. I really do. What else did you? That is great. And in talking with Jan, when she asked, it was um, so funny. She was saying the thing that kind of got you over the hump of getting baptized was Jesus did it. So therefore I should do that. So I think we should do this. Given you of your sins, as you have fully surrendered your life to Him. Yes. Then Jan Okaskis, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and out of your obedience to be baptized as He commands, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Ask for Ben to come on up and Sam Washburn. Ben, where are you? Oh, you're. Oh, you snuck up behind here. All right. 
Let's give it up one more time. Woo! <sighs> Sam, come on in. Make sure you don't slip. <laughs> if only. Sam Washburn. How are you feeling, dude? It's pretty cold. <laughs> All right. You want to read your verse? Uh, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. What What's brought you through this verse, through this time? What's brought you into the water right now? Um, probably that I've been through a lot. And um, I don't know. I just thought it was the right time. It's finally. Mm-hmm. That's the reminder. That's this verse. That's all of this. You've been through a lot. There will be a lot more to come. But this moment is your Ebenezer stone. This is your reminder, Sam. Every time that he feels far away, that it doesn't feel like he's right there, you remember this moment when he laid you down and brought you up to new life. So... Sam, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Sam Washburn, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Addison Elliott, you can come on up, and Addison is going to be baptized by Sue Frank. How are you? You a little nervous? That's good. It means this is a special moment. Would you like to read your verse? All right. Psalms 56.3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. What, what's the significance of that verse for you? Why did you choose that one, Addison? That's it. She said she'd rather not say, my friends. And I want you to hear and know some of the depth of emotion that that communicates as she is here. But that verse is a precious moment for her, something she can hold on to. And I'm just getting a sense of a lot of fear that that gives you courage and that gives you strength through. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Would you like to ask anything of her, Sue? Just that I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. 
super proud of her that she's made this decision and dedicated her life to Christ and that she remembered this moment the rest of your life, that you've made him a commitment publicly to follow Christ the rest of your life. We're very proud of you. Awesome. Can we just give it up for Addison today? Do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Addison Nicole Elliott, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good job, Addison. Now, Tyler, come on up, man. Tyler Elliott, you need some help or you got it, big guy? He's got it. No problem. Come on in. Come on up here. Are you nervous? Kind of. Kind of, but not really. Do you want to read your verse for us? All right. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. It's an awesome verse. You want to say anything about why that's important for you today? Uh, I picked it because the whole reason I'm getting baptized is because God calls us to do it, and that's why I picked it. It's awesome. Chad, do you have anything you want to ask or just uh, no, say? I want to say uh, Tyler and, and Eddie. Uh, these are, she's my daughter, obviously. Awesome. Yeah, They're twins. But uh, your mom and I and the whole family are really proud of both of you. Yeah. And I hope that you guys remember this day. We're glad everybody could be here today. Yeah. Awesome. All right. You ready, buddy? All right. Go ahead and read that. Tyler, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him. Tyler, based upon your confession of faith to the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Young people are leading the way, my friends. Come on up, Caden. Caden, you got this? You handle the step? There it is. Caden, how old are you? I'm 11. He's 11. I want most of you to know the ages of the last several of these kids are at that point where making this declaration is truly something that they are declaring over the rest of their life. And it's extraordinary. Are you excited? You look excited to me. Yeah? Okay. You want to read your verse for us? Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. 
For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. You didn't, you didn't want to tell Chris to get out of the way like Jan did? That was kind of polite. Jan's got a pass, though, because she's about, oh, I don't know, eight decades older than you. That's an awesome, awesome verse over your life in this moment of baptism. Do you have anything you want to say? Uh, just that we're just so proud of him and just happy he's, he's taking his step in his uh, faith journey. Ready for this, buddy? All right, here we go. Caden, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Caden, based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lily Molnix, come on up. And you've got a pair of people ready to dunk you, I see. So excited for this moment for you, Lily. You got it? All right. All right, Jen. Amanda, come on right up here. I'm going to hold this for you. Come on, right up close. Don't yeah, we're gonna be close. We're gonna get in here close. All right, Lily. Do you want to read your verse to start us off today? Philippians 4 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I love that verse. That's one I will say before my feet hit the floor some mornings. For you, what's the significance of choosing that verse to represent this moment? Um, in fifth grade, I started getting bullied a lot. And so my dad, my dad taught, taught me this verse and I've applied it to my life every day since then. I'm proud of you. And I know your dad and I know your mom and I know they're so proud of you. And it's been rough, really rough the last couple of years. But you cling to Jesus like this moment declares. And he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. Ready? Okay, before we do that, anything you guys want to say? Any chance to talk about Lily. Um, Lily, I just, thinking about you this morning, um, faithfulness is the word that keeps coming to my mind, um, both to describe you um, and your walk with the Lord, but also God's goodness towards you. Um, I could sing your praises all day long. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Jennifer. So proud of you. We've loved being your life group leaders. Um, just feels like a cool moment in time to celebrate your baptism and your graduation. And I see your faithfulness to your work, your school, your friends. You are so loyal. 
Um, but we aren't here to talk about you. <laughs> We're here to celebrate what God has done through you. Um, and our God overcome, overcame the grave, and you have the spirit of an overcomer um, because of what he's done for you. And I love you. Um, Lily, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Awesome. Lily, based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As we get started this morning, I want to give, give you guys just a couple of uh, instructions, points of instruction. This is not graduation. You don't have to hold your applause, okay? We together as a church get to celebrate the resurrection and the new life and the captive being set free that this moment is for the 10 people that are going to be baptized in the next few minutes together, all right? I want you to give a round of applause and to cheer for all of the people right now. I want to hear that from you as a church. Michael, you told me not to make you cry. I just don't feel like it's me making you cry right now, you know. I had the privilege of reading your story, your testimony story, and it is so powerful. And it evidences such a work of the Lord Jesus Christ in your life to change you. I am excited for you. I am proud of you. And I want you to share with people what this moment means for you. Why don't you start by reading your verse? This is from James chapter 1. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Tell me why you picked that verse over baptism for you. This really is my verse that I think of every day. Um, you know, when I, I, I'm a changed man, I, I really need to not be angry and uh, live the way God wants me to and love my neighbor, and that means to listen and uh, not speak all the time. So, listening. You shared that 2019 was a pivotal year for you and your walk with the Lord. What were things like before that? Well, we've only got a few minutes, so. <laughs> um, you know, I was, I was baptized as a baby, and um, in my late teens, I, uh, I walked away from God. I, I shut the door on God. And um, that's when I, alcohol addiction and uh, that took over, and um, that led to affairs and, and a bad life for quite a long time. Um, and you know, it, it destroyed me, and um, I was dying spiritually, and I was physically dying from from my abuse and my addiction. 
and um, fortunately, um, God was watching out for me, and um, he brought me here. He, um, and once I, once I sobered up, got alcohol out of my system, I realized what I was missing, and, and God was right there waiting for me. I shut the door on him, and I opened the door, and here he is. Yeah. yeah. This is a moment, a sacred moment. This is your moment, a stone of remembrance, Michael. That today, symbolically, this is your declaration before all the world that you are his and he is yours forevermore. Okay? You ready for this? All right. Michael Schmucker, do you confess that Jesus has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? I do. And Michael Schmucker, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Michael's going to stay up here while Haley comes up to baptize his two precious daughters. You want to tell everyone your name? Bryn. Bryn. How old are you, Bryn? 11. 11. Why did you want to get baptized today? Because um, I wanted a bigger relationship with Jesus. Do you want to read your verse for everyone? Okay. Always remember what you have been taught. Don't let go of it. Keep safe in all that you have learned. It is the most important thing in your life. Awesome. Brenna, I am so proud of you. I have just loved watching your incredible joy If anyone knows Bryn, you know she is joy. She just got this smile on her face all the time. You have just been a light in Kid Zone. You can tell that Jesus radiates through you. And my prayer for you is that you always remember what you're taught and that you don't let go of it. You keep it safe in your heart and God will instruct you in the way that you should go. Are you ready for this? Sure, okay. Bryn. Do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. So, Bren, because of this confession of faith and in obedience to Jesus' command to be baptized, I now have the honor of baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You can go and sit down, babe. You want to tell everyone your name? Kendall. Kendall. 
And how do you know these people who got baptized right before you? They're my uh, dad and sister. Awesome. So why do you want to get baptized today, Kendall? Because I want a closer relationship with Jesus. Awesome. Do you want me to read your verse or do you want to do it? Me? Okay. Kendall's asked me to read her verse this morning. It's from Philippians 4, 6. Do not worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. And when you pray, always give thanks. Kendall, I see that in your life already. I am so proud of the gratitude that you show, the smile that's on your face too. I think it's just evidence of the transforming work that God has done, not just in your life and will continue to do, but in your family's life. There is something to discipleship, that people get to disciple you, that Jesus is your ultimate discipler and that you get to disciple others. And I pray that you do that fully surrendered for the rest of your life. Are you ready? Okay. So Kendall, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you surrendered your life to him? Yes. Awesome. So based on this confession of faith and in obedience to Jesus' command to be baptized, I now have the honor of baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Emma. Hello, Emma. How are you? You're nervous. That's okay. Come on in. Yeah, you'll step right down here. Hi. How are you today? Good. Well, you wanted to, do you want to share with everyone why you want to get baptized today, Emma? In obedience to God because he's my savior. Amen. Amen. Give it up for Jesus. Emma's asked me to read her verse. And you guys can't tell, but Emma is crying. I think that's just evidence of a really beautiful thing. That you love Jesus. That you know that he's the only way. And that no matter what, he's got you. You just walk with him. He'll lead you where you need to go. Emma's verse is from Acts 2, 38. And Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit is in you, Emma. Are you ready? Emma, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you surrendered your life to him? I do. So Emma, based on your confession of faith and in obedience to Jesus' command to be baptized, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Stephen Aldrich, come on up, buddy. And Stephen is being baptized by his grandpa. You got it? Man, you are ready, aren't you? I love that. He is. You better believe it. Hey, bud. 
Stephen Aldrich. Would you read your verse for us, Stephen? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ, and whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Man, let's give him a round for that. Grandpa, do you want to say anything to Stephen? Well, Grandma and I, through the years, you know, you have your children, your grandchildren, and you pray daily. You pray daily for something like this. And when it happens, you know the answer to prayer has been there, that God has spoken to you. And here is proof of it every day. Amen. We're going to walk our life the right way. How old are you, Stephen? Ten. Ten years old. I love when our little ones lead us, my friends, in these decisions. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. All right. Here you go. Stephen, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven you of your sins and surrender your life unto him? Yes. <laughs> Based upon your confession, faith of the Jesus Christ in obedience to his command to be baptized. I now, excuse me, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Last yes. thing I did was a wedding. Amen. Well done, Stephen. Man, I love the eagerness. Come on up, Hope. Come right on up in here. And Hope is being baptized by Rebecca today. And Rebecca is Hope's leader, right? I'm going to hand it over to you and let you share. All right. So I know Hope wanted to share a little bit about why she's being baptized today. So I'm going to let Hope do that. Jesus tells us to um, obey us, obey him, and to let others know that I'm a believer. Awesome. Love that. All right. And Hope is also going to read her verse for us. Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. Do you want to share why you picked that verse? It comforts me to know that God has a great plan for me in the future. Yeah, I would echo that too. I've just, I've loved getting to know Hope um, and just watching her faith journey and just even overcoming some of the things that she's gone through. It's been really cool to have like a front row seat of that and just to get to walk alongside her while she grows and matures in herself, but also in her relationship with Jesus. And so this is just really cool to get to be a part of. And I'm just really excited for her and for this moment. And so with that, Hope, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? I do. And Hope, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well done, Hope. Mike Frederick is going to come up, and Mike is being baptized by his wife, Jess, today. Come on up, guys. 
I think it's really, really profound, and I want to I comment on this. We've seen Hope here. We've seen uh, Grandpa of Stephen. We've seen Jess. One of the things we do believe in with all our hearts here at Impact is discipleship. And sometimes uh, the discipleship that takes place in ISM when Rebecca is baptizing Hope and has been part of that journey, or parents to their children, or grandparents to their children, it's just profound how God uses the church to help each other take the next step in your journey with Jesus. And I love, I love that part of your story, the two of you. W- weren't you married fairly recently? Yes, we were married in, during the pandemic. So we were, it was a crazy time. And um, it was married and baptized during the pandemic. That's pretty special. So I'm just really proud of Mike and his journey that we went through. And I'm sorry that I'm getting emotional, but um, the Holy Spirit and God just worked with me. And here he is today that he just wanted to do this, to be closer to Jesus. And Mike, I know your family is here to celebrate with you and how special that is for you today. So do you, um, do you want to read your verse for us? We'll see if I can manage <laughs> Yeah, um, so I chose uh, Romans 12, verses 1 through 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mike, you had shared uh, just some of the meaning of that verse in baptism class that I got the privilege of doing. You want to let us know as a church, why that verse for you today? Okay, so this was a verse that I wrestled pretty hard with. Um, I myself kind of had a comfortable sort of faith where you believe that Jesus is Lord and you know that you're going to heaven, but then what do you do with your life? And for the longest time, I lived my life for me. I did everything I wanted to, and I took in everything, and I just, I don't know how much time I have here, but. You're doing great. Okay. Um, I became enslaved to pornography at a young age, kept it secret from everyone for about 13 years. Finally, when I was at the end of my rope, God brought Jess into my life just out of nowhere she became my accountable partner and I have been clean for three years amen Jesus has come to set the captive free to free the oppressed and for you he's done that and today is such an act of obedience I'm so proud of you uh, making this decision after all those years. You guys ready to do this? All right. Mike, do you confess Jesus Christ in forgiving your sins and surrendering your life to him? I do. Mike, based on the confession, the faith of Lord Jesus Christ and the obedience of his commandment to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Yeah.
All right, Layla Humphrey, come on up. Well done, Mike, Jess. And Layla is going to be baptized by Alyssa. What an awesome story they have. And I'll let Alyssa share some of that. Come on up here. You may need a hand. Yep. Alyssa, do you want to share some of the significance of this moment for you guys? Sure. I'm Layla's foster mom, and just watching her find Jesus these last nine months, I'm trying not to cry this card, <laughs> um, has been just one of the greatest things I've ever been able to experience. And having her decide that she wants to be baptized couldn't make me more proud. So um, this is just a really special day for us. Layla, do you want to read your verse for us? Isaiah forty one thirteen. For I hold you by your right hand, I the Lord your God, and say to you, don't be afraid, I am here to help you. That is an awesome verse. Would you share with us why you picked that verse, please? Um, May 18, 2020, I had to leave my home in Grand Rapids because of abusive parents. And then I went to go live with my aunt, and she was like very religious, and I didn't really know Jesus, and I was scared because I didn't know how to cooperate with that. And then I went to go live with my sister in Kalamazoo, and she didn't believe that Jesus in Jesus at all, and I didn't know what to feel at that time. And then I moved with my foster mom, Alyssa. And when I first started coming to Impact, I wasn't sure about how I would like to control my emotions. And I, I wanted, um, I always knew Jesus was kind of there for me because my biological mom, she kind of taught me, but I never really understood that much. And so I want to get baptized to be closer with him and accept him into my heart. Layla, I want to declare to you that Jesus has wrapped his arms around you and he will never let go. Okay? Never. Man, I don't know if I can keep going here. Are you ready to do this? Okay. Do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Layla Umphrey, based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come on up here. Mom, you can come on up too. Mom and dad, just come on up here. Yeah. How are you doing? Are you uh, 
little nervous. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it was such a joy to have you in baptism class and to hear some of your story. Do you want to go ahead and read your verse for everybody? For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. And Hannah, what is the reason that you picked that particular verse for today? We are not saved because we're good or deserve it, but because God is good. Amen. Amen. Is there a particular part of this moment in your life? You want to tell everybody how old you are? How old you are? 13. 13 years old. One of the things that I think is so remarkable that we have to declare over young people making this decision is that it is that symbol that seals for you that memory that you hold on to of this proclamation, this declaration of who Jesus is over your life. And I hope when you are 33 and 53 and 83 that you are able to look back on this moment as such a moment of security in the strength, the power, and the saving grace of Jesus. I'm proud of you. I love that you've just recently kind of been become a part of ISM and are joining our church family. I love that. Anything else you want to say? Um, no. She's good. She's ready. All right. Hannah, do you confess that Jesus has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. Then Hannah Kano, as you have professed that Jesus is the Lord of your life and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And uh, we've got Zach coming on up. And Zach stood up to give his heart to Jesus last night in service and came up right at the end and said, hey, I want to be baptized. <laughs> so we didn't know if it was gonna, he was going to get baptized last night, um, but he's here this morning. Can we just celebrate new life in Jesus? And... Uh, I'm going to hand over to Dan here. I want you to share a little bit. Yeah. This is so good. It's so exciting. Um, Zach, I'm not going to talk too much because I know you got something to say. So um, I would love it if uh, you would just share some of your story, the, the journey you've been on. Um, because if there's anybody here that thinks that they're too far away from Jesus or they've gone through too much, I think Zach's story could maybe be an encouragement to you. So I'm a brain cancer survivor. Um, I lost my mom in 05 to hepatitis C. Um, lost, my lost my stepdad in 2015. I lost my, set, my dad in 2019. Um, moved around a bit. But the one thing that hit me the most is when my dad passed away. Because I, I, I lived with him for about seven years. And 
that's, I mean, I've been going to church my whole life. So to stand up at man camp and give my life to Christ was one of the best things I ever done. I'm just thankful. I'm thankful to be here where I'm at now and have all everybody here praying for me and looking out for me. I'm very, I'm happy. So the loss of his parents and um, averting death from brain cancer as a child, um, not really being given hope for life. And, um, and then as you heard him say, just moving around a lot, not having home, being shuffled from one home to another as loved ones died around him. Um, can you just share with me, just or share with everybody what you've shared with me just about the home that you found here at Impact? To know that I have people like Dan Boone and so many of you looking out for me, it's just, the words can't even describe it. And to know that I have people like Dan Boone and so many of you to talk to is just indescribable. Amen. Amen. So that's a big thank you to all of you, right? Because we do this in community. We do this together the way that Jesus asked us to. All right. I know you're just ready to do this thing. You're like, Dan, just stop dragging this thing out. Let's go. All right. So Zachary Johnson do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins and that you have surrendered your life to him? Yes, I do. Yeah. So Zachary Johnson, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your obedience to his command to be baptized just like Jesus, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good morning, guys. Can we give it up again for that band? That was amazing. So as Ryan said, I'm Amina, for those of you that don't know me, and this is Jill, or Mama Jill, as she is called. She has quite a beautiful story, um, which her daughter would like to come and share with you guys right now. This is Laura. Got it? <laughs> Okay, so Mama was baptized as a little girl um, and has been to church on and off all her life. She came here and saw two baptisms and decided that she wanted to do it again because she was diagnosed with vascular dementia and she doesn't remember her baptism. And she really awesome, likes this church. Um, she was affiliated with a church that's affiliated with this church before. Um, 
And it got too hard for me to get her there in the wintertime because it was so far away. So we came here, and she absolutely loves this church and loves all the pastors in Mina, of course. Get a set. Good job, Mama. Woo! Give it up. So as you heard her daughter say that um, she was diagnosed with dementia, and that journey has not been easy for this family at all. Um, but since the last time that we had baptisms here, Mama saw that, and there was this joy that was brought into her um, that you could just see. It was... It was a beautiful sight to see her just awaken um, in her spirit and in her heart when she saw that baptism. And ever since she saw that baptism, that's all she's talked about. That's all she's wanted to do. And so getting her here to that moment is a beautiful thing for this family um, to enjoy. And Mama said she did want to say something to everybody. Mama, what did you want to say? Happy. She said she's happy. Can we give it up for the Holy Spirit? This family has talked many times about um, just the beauty that God knows no bounds. The Holy Spirit knows no bounds. Rather, that's age, as we've seen um, from little kids getting baptized to mama. Rather, that's sickness or brokenness, bondage or sin. God knows no bounds, and so they're really excited to celebrate this today. Um, Just to proclaim that truth and to live that truth out. Are you ready, mama? The verse that she picked for herself was Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Do you want to talk about why mama chose that verse? She chose that verse because she feels like that's kind of where she's at in her life right now. And she wanted to renew her faith in Jesus. All right, mama. Can you hold that? All right, so Jill, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins and have surrendered your life to him? Yes. <laughs> Jill Lynch, based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can we give it up for Jill? Judah are going to be baptized here in just a second. 
There's this, uh, there's some of my, fa- one of my favorite passages um, in, this, in scripture is where, um, where Jesus had a group of uh, friends that brought their friend who couldn't actually get close to Jesus and they actually carried um, him to Jesus. And this is a picture of no matter who you are, um, how old or, or, or young or what your situation or background, um, we are a church body, amen, church. We are a church body that will bring each other um, to Jesus, amen. And we will, we will, and this is an example of just faith. And Joe, we're just so proud of this step in faith. And oh, I, I want to um, turn here to the hype men's, and I want to have you guys share a little bit um, here in a second. We'll have your verses on the screen. And, um, and yeah, Jake, just maybe, maybe share a little bit what this is for you guys as a family and kind of the journey you guys have been on as a family. Um, I mean, even in the last year, in the last several years. So what this means for you guys. Well, it, uh, it means a lot to us um, to be able to, to be able to see our kiddos take some of these steps of faith um, I think as parents, we do our best to try and disciple our kiddos and, and to see them do this, it means a lot. Um, you know, I think about even in Mark, when Christ gets baptized and God says that this is my son, who I'm love, who I love, and who I'm well pleased. <clears throat> Part of that, I, I want them to know that that yes, this is our daughter and our son, and we love them, and th- and this does please us. But more importantly, this is as much as I want them to please me. You're pleasing God, and this isn't just our kids. This is. Jill, this is friends that we get to see baptized. These are even people that we that you may not know in the church. This is this is what it's all about. And there's few things that are are better than seeing people take that step of faith and asking Christ into their heart and watching them get baptized. That seeing transformation like that, there's nothing nothing like that in life. Nothing compares to that. And, and to be able to be part of that is, is really just incredibly special. And so, sweetheart, this is our daughter, Ramona. Do you want to say your verse? Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Amen. Do you want to share maybe why why you want to get baptized or why, why you picked that verse? I just really liked that verse. It is a good verse. <laughs> All right. 
Ramona, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you've surrendered your life to him? Yes. Ramona Heitman, based upon the confession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Judah, buddy, you ready to get up in there? All right. You gonna bounce in there or you need some help? You look pretty spry to me. How you doing, buddy? <clears throat> this is our eight-year-old Judah. Um, he picked out a verse also. Uh, you wanna read it for us? I stand at the door now. If anyone hears my voice, and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him, and he with me. Thank you, buddy. <clears throat> Do you want to share with everybody what you told mom and dad and why you wanted to get baptized? I want to get baptized because I feel like God has a strong calling for me to get baptized. And I've just felt very close to God and felt like he's been wanting me to get baptized since the baptism was when we sung up on stage. I've just felt so much closer to God since the first time I gave my wife to him while I was five. Amen. Thank you, buddy. Judah, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. Judah Matthias Heitman, based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Alan, why don't you come on up here? And Jake, why don't you share as he's coming up um, what you've been able to, as far as the relationship that you've built, just the discipleship here. <clears throat> so since um, moving here uh, a few years back from, from Chicago, Amy and I have, have been actively involved in, in KidZone. And by the way, can we give it up to Tony and, and Haley and Hannah and all of them? Because as much as, as Amy and I have discipled and, and I'm Liz and Josh with, with Kellen, the, the seeds of, are being planted by what Tony and Hannah and, and Haley are doing and taking these next steps with baptism. This wasn't something that, that we necessarily asked our kids or encouraged them to like, you need to do this. This is 
something that's that's being passed down in the church. And uh, and I'm just being able to have Kellen in the fourth grade uh, this year. I've I've just really really enjoyed being able to be one of the boys' leaders and. He has an energy and an excitement that is second to none. Uh, and just just the joy that he brings to church every week uh, and just the relationship that we've been able to, to have from this, uh, I feel com- incredibly honored to be able to, to baptize you, buddy. And, and I, just, I just really hope that you continue towards Christ like you are and uh, this path that he's made for you. So you have a verse. Would you like to say it? Yeah. Remain joined to me, just as I also remain joined to you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. You must remain joined to the vine. In the same way, in the same way, you can't bear fruit unless you remain joined to me. I am the vine, you are the branch. If you remain joined to me, as I to you, you will bear a lot of fruit. You can't do anything without me. That's amazing. Do you want to say maybe to everybody why why you want to be baptized or what this, this verse means to you? I am getting baptized because I want to show other people and encourage other people to get baptized and to grow with my relationship with Jesus. Amen. Callan, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you've surrendered your life to him? Yes. Callan Myers, based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. privilege to baptize Marcus today. And uh, I wanted to share a little bit, uh, just uh, a bit from Marcus's story. He's in second grade and he goes to St. Patrick's for school. And, but he's been coming here and wanted to be baptized and it's um, he's had the patience and but he's been also kind of feeling a little bit of the pressure the the Catholic Church believes that salvation happens with baptism and so I'm I just want to encourage you Marcus that uh, from the moment you decided to follow Jesus that he has you and that this is, this is showing everyone that you are following him and you're for him. So I'm glad you're at St. Patrick's. Patrick's, I'm glad you can go there, dude. Marcus wanted me to read his verse. Um, and so I get to do that. He chose an awesome verse, a song that we've um, actually been doing a lot in Kid Zone is based around this story. 
but this is 1 Samuel 17, 48 through 50. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone, he hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Awesome. Marcus, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. Marcus Rowe, based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. for you, dude. Yeah, you step all the way down there. A little bit of a step there. There you go. <laughs> He's hiding down there. Uh, so, Liam, we, uh, we got to go through the baptism class the other week, and I, I want you to share just why you want to be baptized. I want to be closer to God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Liam, we're just so happy that you've made the decision to be baptized. Um, we just praise God for that. It's just a wonderful thing to see your, your kind heart and how much you love helping people. <laughs> and uh, we just love seeing you grow through Jesus. We're really proud of you. We love you, your dad and I and your sister. We all love you so much. Yeah. All right, Liam, you ready to read your verse? Uh, uh, up there, over <laughs> here, doesn't matter. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Why, why did you choose that verse? When when I sliced my hand with a knife on accident, uh, I went to the uh, the emergency room and I was really scared. And my my family was there with me, even though my mom couldn't take it and left the room. <laughs> when when we got home, I knew that she prayed for me during the time because I knew she was scared. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. All right. Liam, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. Liam Condor, 
based upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in his in obedience to his command to be baptized i now baptize you in the name of the father son and holy spirit Kenzie, come on up. privilege of walking uh, with youth in baptism class and and um, I'd love just to hear you read your verse but also just share what this moment means for you like we actually met in baptism class and I just would love to hear like what God's been doing in your life and for you to share that with everyone who's watching online and who's here today like what's led you to this place in your faith and what are the steps that God's led you here to be baptized today? Um, so I was driving home from work probably about a year or so ago and pulled over at the side of the road and I had just this overwhelming feeling to start praying. And that's where my verse comes from is that was the first verse that I found in the Bible and it's stuck with me ever since. So God has really changed my life and he's blessed me in more ways than I can imagine. You want to read your verse for us? <laughs> it's Isaiah 41, 13. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. Amen. I love, yeah. Yeah. Just, I love those promptings from the Holy Spirit. And I've had those and it's been at different situations for you. It was right along the side of the road. I mean, that's just just beautiful that God spoke to you in that moment, knew what your need was, um, and uh, called you to himself. So Mackenzie, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? I do. Yeah. Mackenzie, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. buddy. Got people cheering for you out there. Alex, you want to um, share your verse with everyone and your age? How old are you, Alex? I'm 15 years old. Yeah, and you want to go ahead and read your verse for us? Uh, yes, I do. Lamentations 357 through 58. You came near when I called you and you said, do not fear. You, Lord, took up my case. You redeemed my life. Amen. Yeah. Now, I love, Alex, that you picked this verse that talks about redemption. Alex, 
um, kind of stopped me uh, after baptism class and wanted to share just what God's done in your life. Do you want to share with our church body today just what God's been doing that led you here to this decision to make public your your declaration to follow Jesus? I know the the last year has been a rough one for you. You want to share a little bit of what God's been doing in your life? Um. Well, I started experimenting with things that I shouldn't have been doing, and it led me down a, a path of destruction and, and not so good stuff. And I started coming to church with my grandparents, and uh, God really helped, helped me. He pulled me out of a, a dark hole that I was in. So that's why I'm being baptized today. Yeah. Proud of you, buddy. Yeah, proud of you. If you had time to hear all of Alex's story in parts of darkness, I don't know if you've experienced darkness or you've experienced brokenness or you've experienced addiction or you've experienced temptation to go down that path that leads to destruction. Uh, That's part of Alex's story. And yet God has, the verse that he chose talks about redeeming. God has bought back and made a way for freedom. Isn't that something to celebrate? And Alex, we're just proud of you for following Jesus um, today. So Alex, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. Alex, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Charlotte, come on up here. And Charlotte, you're getting baptized by your grandma, right? Yes, Rebecca, come on up. She asked if the water was warm. A legitimate question for one being baptized. Come on in here. Sit right down there, yeah. All right. So Charlotte, This verse is a pretty awesome verse. I want you to read it, and I'd love to hear what this means for you. Um, So my verse is Jeremiah 29, 11, and it's, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And that means a lot to me because when I was a baby, my mom bought this frame, and it had that quote on it, and it was my baby picture, and it hung up in the house, and it kind of just stuck out to me. How old are you? 11. 11 years old. You need to know something today. For decades after this, your 11th year, this moment, this symbol is a representation that Jesus has wrapped his arms around you, that you are his and he is yours. No matter what happens, no matter what you go through decade after decade, just like some who were baptized here earlier that are many, many decades older than you. Okay. Would you like to say anything, Rebecca? um, I really didn't even think of anything to say. I've, um, we've brought the kids to church with us on and off over the years. And, um, both Alex and Charlotte started talking to me about 
um, baptism in God quite a while ago, and I'm real excited because um, my daughter is bringing the kids to church. They're going to become members here, and this is what most grandmas pray for. (laughs) Are you ready for this? All right, then. Charlotte Reed, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. Charlotte Reed, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So proud of all these younger ones going before us and leading us. Faith Van Dyne, come on up here, Faith. Come on up, Paige. You got it? It's a deep step. There you go. All right. Is it fairly warm? Okay, good. Come on up here. So I want to have you read your verse. And then if you would share the meaning of that verse today for you. My verse is, above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. First Peter 4, 8. This verse to me means that even though someone hasn't lived an ideal life, we should still love them because we would want them to still love us if we made a mistake. Um, have, you had, have you had some involvement in this young lady's life? <laughs> I have the privilege, have had the privilege for the past two years to be Faith Life Group Leader, and um, it's just been awesome blessing watching her grow and seeing God work in her the way he has, especially because she's gone through so much, and she's just been walking so well with the Lord, and I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm proud of you, and I know it has been a rough road the last couple of years, and to make this declaration today of Jesus over your life, that he is the one that you will follow, that his footsteps are the ones that you will place your feet right behind, that he will never leave you nor forsake you all the days of your life. This is a physical representation of that, that you join him in death burial and raised to walk in newness of life. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. Faith, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? Yes. Yes. Faith Van Dynan, based on your confession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Well, hey, it's my privilege uh, to baptize our last baptizee of Easter 2021. Garrett, come on up here, man. Look at this tall, handsome specimen of a man. Now, I had to say that because I got I to gotta let you guys know this. He's nervous. You nervous? Yep. 
And we've talked, I had the privilege of having him in baptism class, and I had the honor of talking through uh, just kind of what brings Garrett to this moment, to this uh, day for him. Can you tell us how old you are, buddy? 21. 21 years old. You know what 21 often represents? The 21st birthday for people. That wild moment where you go pursue destruction. And he is here today declaring over his life that that's not going to be his path, that Jesus is going to be his path, that he is going to follow after him with his whole heart. And I just thought about Joshua, where Joshua declares, as for me and my house, we will follow Jesus. And I'm proud of you for beginning something today that I think started when you were 12, didn't it? Weren't you 12 at camp? Yep. When you came to know Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. I am going to ask you to say more than yep when you read your verse, okay? <laughs> I love you, buddy, and I am so excited for the journey, the, the stake in the ground that you are creating today in this moment for you as you start out your 20s. This guy's a warrior, and he's going to be a warrior for Jesus. You want to read your verse? Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. You talked about um, kind of coming up here and doing this and being a part. And you said to me before we started that you wanted to be a part of a church because of the influence and the effect of the community around you and how that would be the thing that makes the next years of your life what they are. And this choice of that verse, I just want to share with everybody, his expectation of us as his church family is that we will come alongside, we will walk with him, that we will help make that future, the Lord's future for his life. Can we just... Can we just cheer for him as we confess to do that? Anything you want to say? No. (laughs) He's good. Okay. Are you ready to do this? All right. Garrett, do you confess that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins as you have surrendered your life to him? I do. And Garrett Johnson, based on your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in an obedience to his command to be baptized, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, can we now just give all of our baptizees and their families a round of applause? Yeah, lift it up. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) 
So it was just a few weeks after Jesus rose from the dead and ascended into heaven um, that the first mass baptism service took place in, uh, in the church. And there was just about 120 people uh, that were followers of Jesus. In fact, most of them were eyewitnesses. They had uh, put their hands where, Jesus, where the holes were from the nails and they put their hands in his side and they saw him. They were eyewitnesses, about 120 of them. And uh, this, this text, this story is in Acts chapter two, where there were 3,000 people baptized in one day. Could you imagine? I mean, we just baptized 11 people. Can you imagine 3,000? I don't even know how we would do that. I don't know how that would, I mean, it would be way more than one day. 3,000 that were added, the first baptism service in the church. And it starts with Peter declaring the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he says this to this whole multitude of people. God has raised this Jesus to life. Acts chapter 2, 32. And we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. In verse 36, therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Lord, like he's in charge. He's king, he's sovereign, he's God. He has made him Lord and Messiah. He's the anointed one. He's the one that holds the keys to sin and to death and to victory over those things. This is Jesus' resurrection story that Peter was declaring on this first baptism service for the church. Today, you heard Jill's baptism story. And if you think that you're too old, you're not. The beauty of Jill coming up here and, and making this declaration before all of us that she's following Jesus. Today you heard Ramona's and Judah's resurrection stories. You heard Callan's resurrection story. You heard Marcus's and Liam's and Mackenzie's. You heard Alex's. You heard Charlotte's resurrection story. You heard Faith's and Garrett's resurrection stories. This is the essence of a baptism service. This is the essence of what baptism means for us to declare that just as Jesus was raised from the dead on that resurrection Sunday, on that first Easter, so we can have new life. So we are raised to new life in Christ. Amen. Amen. Peter says this to this group of people. And I love, I, I just, sometimes I read God's word and I'm like, I can't believe how appropriate that is for today. This is what the next verse says. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Have you ever been cut to the heart? Were you cut to the heart this morning? I was. I heard a, uh, there was a, a young man a child who was here um, yesterday. And as he was witnessing the baptisms, he was like, I, dad, I lean over to his dad. Dad, I'm feeling something. I don't, what am I feeling? And then he heard this text and that's it. That's a cut to, I'm, I'm feeling the Holy Spirit move in my heart. I'm being cut to the heart. 
Some of you have been cut to the heart when you read a love letter from someone. You've been cut to the heart when you hear I love you from that estranged child that you never thought would ever return. You've been cut to the heart, some of you watching a certain movie, listening to a certain song that is your song. Cut to the heart, moved by God, moved emotionally, spiritually, mentally, even physically, that your whole being is like, something has to happen here. I'm at, I'm at a fork in the road. I'm at a pinnacle moment, a crisis moment. This is realization and conviction. Peter replies to this question, what should we do? We're cut to the heart. We, don't even, we, we sense that something is happening in us that we can't even describe. We don't know what it is, but something's happening. We kind of have goosebumps. We kind of feel convicted. We've never felt convicted before. What should we do? And this is what Peter's reply is, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We talk about this, this verse in baptism class. And what you need to know today is that the people that you just witnessed be baptized, they didn't do this to get saved. Tony talked about that a little bit. They didn't do this to get saved. They did this because they are saved. They did this because they've already decided to follow Jesus. That's repentance. Notice the order, it's repent and be baptized. Repentance is really just, I think a fancy word for pulling a 180, for turning around. I'm going this direction. As Alex shared with us, I was, I was going down this path of addiction and destruction and I turned around to Jesus. That's repentance. This is our declaration of independence. This is our declaration that I am free, that I am changed, that I am new, that I have forgiveness of sins and I have the power of the Holy Spirit residing in my heart. But some of you here today, this might be your first time ever at church or tuning into church or you come once a year or twice a year, you come when you're made to come and you're like, and, and even stepping in, into a church, you think there's no way that God could love me. Uh, I've done too much. I've done too many fill in the blank. This next verse, this is what I love about this story. The next verse says this, Peter continues on and he kind of gives a little bit of a qualification for who this gospel is for, who this message of salvation is for. It's not just for the religious people, the people who look like they've got it all together, the people who've got, you know, I'm just, I've got my act together. No, this is what Peter says. The promise of the gospel of Jesus of Easter is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Do you feel far off? You feel too old, too broken, too addicted, too sinful? I need you to hear today, you're not too anything for God. You're not too anything for God. You're not too far. You're not too broken. You're not too burdensome. We're gonna sing a song about 
our freedom and our declaration of who Jesus is and as we finish up this Easter service. And, and I wanna give you an opportunity today to do what everyone that you witnessed get baptized have, have done. Kids, you have an opportunity to accept Jesus today. Adults, teenagers, old, young, you have an opportunity to repent and follow Jesus, to declare on this Resurrection Sunday that you are moving into new life with Jesus. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, today I've been cut to the heart. I'm aware of my sin and I'm tired of living in it. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I turn from my sin. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. I ask for you to give me new life, rebirth. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, maybe online, maybe here in this space, we just saw a lot of people boldly come up here and, and declare their faith in Jesus. And I'm gonna ask you to do something bold today. If you prayed that prayer, maybe for the first time or second or 10th or 12th time, if you felt God stirring your heart to turn to Jesus, to repent, to ask Jesus for new life. If you prayed that prayer, would you stand where you're at? Online, you can click the, yeah, praise God. Oh my word, yes, yes. Yeah, amen, this is the gospel, this is transformation, this is new life. Friends, if, if you stood up, if you prayed that prayer, maybe you didn't stand, and, uh, and, and, but you, you prayed that prayer and you wanna come forward, we have a prayer team afterward. We'd, we would love to talk with you about this decision you've made to follow Jesus. Online, if you click the button, we'd love to pray with you and talk with you about this decision to follow Jesus. It says in, in God's word that angels are rejoicing and throwing a big party in heaven right now because of that. So Jesus, we just, we declare freedom. We declare just your goodness to us. We just marvel that you have come and that you've come to bring life to the full. You've come to take our lives that were dead in sin and to bring new life, to make us righteous, not because of our own good works, our own good deeds, but because of who you are, Jesus. Thank you for 2000 years ago, dying on the cross, descending into hell, telling, telling Satan what's up. And then on the third day, rising again to defeat sin and death. We celebrate that today on Easter. We declare it today and we declare your goodness. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Why don't you stand with us as we sing to close. Quiet. 